Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Quality Tech Talk podcast. I am your co-host Omar. Alongside me is Chris. Chris, up, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, back with a second consecutive in-person podcast. What? 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 You know, you know, we doing. Uh, you know, Joe says we're gonna be straight by the summer. You know, we we jumping it up a little bit. We straight now. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. No, if, no offense to others that have. You know, the, the the world has done some things. I get it. You know, I'm just being me. Y'all know me. Yeah, and you know, it's um, it's so much better and refreshing to do these in person. Um, just because, like we said last week. It just feels so much more natural and feels so much more conversational than, you know, having to do raised hands on Zoom or Google Duo or, you know, whatever we were using uh, over the past few weeks. So yeah, I, used, I used to do the time, you, you know, if y'all saw the video version, I used to do like time out. I used to throw the little time out in the air. <laughs> and then, you know, that's that was after after Omar did his, you know, what he had to say, you know, then that was my time to jump in, you know, just to kind of make it flow. But, you know, like Omar said, you know, we're in person now and we're making things uh you know happen how podcasts should yeah most definitely most definitely so why kind of before we get into today's topic and we kind of explain what that is uh just wanted to briefly talk about the direction of the podcast moving forward so we kind of look at things that tech and technology in in its own sense is ever evolving right it it doesn't always it's never just one thing you know, back in the day, it was all about like MP3 players and stuff like that. It eventually turned into the smartphone. And we're trying to get to a point where we're talking beyond the device. And what that means is, I'm talking real abstract right now. Yeah. But what, it, what that means is also incorporating how tech works into the lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. And like we could tell you all about the iPhone 13 when it comes out later this year. But... What I think is a bigger conversation is because everybody, every podcast, every YouTube reviewer is talking about, oh, here's what the new camera can do. And here's what iOS 15 is going to give you, yada, yada, yada. But we want to talk about how this stuff fits into our lifestyle yeah, and how we live with tech and how tech improves or maybe decreases value um, from our lives. Because, I mean, I, I've said before, uh, probably in a pre prior podcast or just talking to Omar, you know, our the technology we use, particularly our, our especially should I say our phones, is kind of like the remote to our lives. So like, you know, um, I was telling Omar like most people with a smartphone only use like ten percent of that phone. But even with that ten percent, you know, we use it for various things. It doesn't necessarily just have to be wrapped around technology. You know, we use it for. Uh, podcasts. We use it for timers. We use it for workout. We use it for shoot. We use it to take a picture of fashion or what we're wearing. You know, we use it in technology. You know, I mean, we use it in social media uh, to share. You know, so I mean, like Omar said, it, it, it's a it's more of a lifestyle and what we're doing with it. You know, more than just the basics of just what a phone can do. You know, media player. You know, uh, camera and voice. So yeah, yeah, and I think. Having those conversations is kind of where the tech community misses the boat sometimes and why our our niche is so small, right? We don't consider how people use these on a day-to-day. -day. Like, yeah, you could talk about, hey, like right now, the Oppo Find X3 Pro mm -hmm. is going through the review cycle. Everybody's talking about this microscope camera. Oh, look how cool this is. I could zoom in super, super close and mm -hmm. get the fibers of a, of a piece of fabric. Yeah. 
And what, what they're not talking about, though, is how that phone fits into the way we live life and right. use tech and stuff like that. Right. So we're kind of taking a direction with the podcast where we're obviously still going to have the broad umbrella where we talk about tech. But we also want to talk about, again, how this impacts day-to-day life and different and just topics that reach into day-to-day life like that. So the first, the first kind of topic that we really want to get into regarding this is uh, something that's kind of been in, in the news or in lifestyle uh, conversations for a few years now, which is the idea of minimalism and how minimalism impacts lifestyle, our lifestyle, impacts our tech, and the way we look at our tech as well. So we're going to dive into all that, but the way I want to start it is first to define what minimalism is and then give each of our uh, definition of what we take the term to be. So minimalism, by according to the dictionary, is an avant-garde movement in what well, is for music, characterized by the repetition of very short phrases which change gradually. But in like lifestyle, what it means is intentional living. And what that means, you might be thinking to yourself, Omar, what the hell is intentional living? <laughs> the idea is not to have an excess, not to uh, buy things just to buy them, to live a, a clutter-free lifestyle, right? And it's not necessarily like you're, because Omar sent me something, I forgot who, of of of, of his idea of, of minimalism, but I kind of like piggybacked off of it. It's not, minimalism isn't like, you're you're uh, getting the the least of things. You're not happy with the things. You're, you're not getting the things you want. You know, uh, some people aren't minimalist. You know what I mean? So I mean, uh, the way the what we're going to talk about today is the things that we enjoy that are actually simple, cool, fresh. You know, just things that I'm gonna say it. It works. You know, and and, it, and it's actually and it's exciting to be honest. It's, you know, it's not for everybody. And what I would say is a lot of people look at minimalism versus clutter, and they think it's a black and white situation. Mm-hmm. That if you're minimalist, that means that you don't have anything in your cupboard, and you right. <laughs> you, you own like two t-shirts and one pair of jeans, <laughs> and that's it. And I always feel like there are levels to how minimalist you are, or also on the inverse, how cluttered you are. I mean, because, you know, just, just to piggyback off what you said, I mean, minimalist minimalism sorry guys this word is a tongue twister for me uh i live it but i don't say it often so it's (laughs) twisting my tongue uh i mean it can be even with let's just say somebody with all the money in the world they could just have all black cars or all black things in their home or i only do this phone because of this or uh i only rock white t-shirts you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so like uh it it really just depends on you know how you want to live really yeah, I would say that's kind of your definition, right? And and my definition of it is is buying things with purpose, you know, and and understanding what it is you need to survive and what it is that will ease your mind. I always feel like whenever you have a cluttered situation is where you, your mind then becomes cluttered because it's a it's a, almost like life imitating art type thing where say you have your bedroom and your bedroom has all this stuff all over the place and it's all scattered around and whatever. And that's kind of like a reflection of what your mind becomes. So if you subscribe to minimalism, then it becomes a thing where, okay, I'm purposely buying something or using something. 
And when I don't have to be extreme, you know, I don't have to like, I still grocery shop and buy the staples. <laughs> right. It's because they're like schools of thought and minimalism of minimalism is like buy, buy things one meal at a time, which yeah. to be quite honest, it's not really economical. Yeah, right. You yeah. know, I mean, I mean, especially you have a family. I mean, that right. doesn't make any damn sense for you. No, nope. You know, so it's, it's, I think it's a thing where you take from it as much as you want to take from it. Yeah. You know, where, you don't have to go completely all in. I mean, to bring it back to tech type thing, it's like if you decide you really like an iPhone, you don't have to buy everything Apple. You could use a Windows computer and still yeah. enjoy your iPhone. Yeah. You know, you don't have to just dive 100% of the way in. You can, yeah. but you don't have to. Right. And I think that's kind of how we want to start this. So just to, you know, you, you kind of mentioned like, you know, uh, that's like my definition. I just wanted to get go a little bit more extent into my de my definition of minimalism um i've played with this idea in fashion and in tech so much um to where like omar said i got to a cluttered mind and what i realized is the simple things for me are a couple of not a couple you know i don't want to just want you to think i don't have much but just a nice color palette of t-shirts or a nice uh, pair pairs of jeans or nice pairs of joggers. Not like you know, I gotta have graphics on here, graphics on that, and I gotta I gotta go buy the most expensive thing because that's what society tells me. Um, and what I meant by clutter, my technology, uh, yes, it has switched a lot. Uh, my goal for this year was to get a little bit more consistent, but you know, technology uh, got me a little intrigued in some things. But uh, just to get back to what I'm saying. Um, when I was, we'll get to, we have a future podcast coming up to recap on some of the things we talked about prior to today. Um, but just to give you a little snippet, I'm not going to lie. When I was using my Android, uh, my Google pixel five, which is a great device, I was still highly recommended. Uh, I was doing a lot, you know, I, I did feel cluttered in the mind. I felt like I was changing a lot of settings, going through a lot, um, which, uh, guys, I'm back on the Apple. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I know the Apple people are excited, but um, when I switched back over, like I just felt like I'm back to the simple things of life. And it could be just, you know, like my family uses Apple, you know, uh, it just works well with the things that I do every day and it works good in my car. And so, uh, yeah, so with fashion and my tech, I just like to keep it like simple and it makes me happy. Like it, it it's one of those things like where I could put it on, I can use it. And it just works and I can forget about it kind of thing. Uh, whereas Omar, you know, as we all know, he's an Android fan uh, through and through. And for him, uh, the things that he does is simple to him and it works for him. So um, I know I'm rambling, but I, I hope that kind of gives you an idea of, uh, you know, my definition. But we're going to kind of break it down, you know, uh, throughout this podcast. So you said something uh, that, that sparked a thought real quick and... Sometimes I feel like if you are labeled in that minimalist bubble, mm -hmm. you kind of are, it kind of feels like almost anti-consumerism mm -hmm. because like you talk about name brands and stuff, right? Yeah, and, yeah. and just, you know, going for, you know, wearing basic type clothing as opposed to, <laughs> you know, wearing a big graphic tee or some, or some like Gucci logo on, yeah. on a bag or on a shirt or yeah. something. And I think that that flies in the face of the way we have been taught 
mentally yeah. to handle uh, to handle product. It's why iPhone cases, for example, yeah. have the cutout. Mm-hmm. So you could see the Apple logo, right? Yeah. So people know, hey, you're 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 using an iPhone. <laughs> it's why you see like Asian phone manufacturers slapping the huge branding on the back. Like you look at a Realme phone. Yeah. The whole back of the phone says Realme on it. Yeah. You know, and it, where branding is such a part of our culture in the West here, and even like in uh, in Asia as well. And when you debunk all that, and you say, yeah, I'm not about that. And you're kind of looked at as like, oh, what are you doing? Right. You know, it, it's almost like, you know, they use the word Spartan a lot where, you know, which is obviously a reference to Spartan ancient Greece where they only had, had the essentials. Yeah. And I think that's where minimalism as an idea gets thrown out the window because it just throws everything we've been taught and just says this, here's a better way. And here is how it can work better, right? And that's where I think a lot of the pushback comes, mm-hmm. where uh, where people just say, "Oh, yeah, you're you're over here." Like, like I've had people tell me, "Like, oh, what you have like five shirts, you know?" And, <laughs> and that's like a, a criticism that people have levied against. Nah, he me. showed me his collection, y'all. He he's the king of t-shirts. I tell you that for <laughs> sure. All the colors, like we, we he ready. <laughs> and it's just like it's it's more so just about. Functional simplicity, uh-huh. right? For me, anyway. For yeah. me, it's now there are like there are blogs like I think there's this group called the Minimalists, and they're extreme. Yeah. Okay, they're like, you know, and some minimalists turn into it becomes a health thing. Yeah, yeah. you know where which, they which I'm gonna talk about a little bit later too. Where they make they 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 take minimalism to mean I'm gonna make my own stuff. Okay, less ingredients. So yeah. minimal minimalism in that way. So yeah. the point is, guys, is that. This is a concept that is very bendable. It's like mm-hmm. it's like Plato, right? You yeah. know, where you 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 make it whatever you want to be right. make it. It's not a concrete brick, right? And so we kind of want to get a little bit deeper into this. That's our definition of it. So now that you have the, we've established that both Chris and I have elements of minimalism in our lives. Mm-hmm. We want to just dive into that a little bit more. Yep, yep. So how does minimalism fit into our lifestyle? So, Chris, go ahead. How would you say minimalism fits into your lifestyle as currently constructed? Um, well, I, I'm, I'm a, like you know, kind of like I said before, it, it actually helps me. Um, just to just to you know, I'm an open book, everybody, mm-hmm. and everybody kind of knows that. You know, I, I've never really cared about what people kind of think of me, so uh, I'm just gonna say it. You know, we all have some form of anxiety, right? I've actually been diagnosed with like for real anxiety a few months ago, so. I look at the things that I do every day uh, when it comes to like my phone choosing or my smart home choosing or my clothing choosing as like what's going to work for the long haul, what's going to work for my family, what's going to, I guess, not be a real distraction. Um, so, you know, every day, uh, you know, I, I've like I said, I've chosen an iPhone because it kind of just does what it needs to do. It, it's it's it's. An iPhone is what it's for. It's simple, secure, um, and not to say that it's it's, it's less. Uh, it's it's um, an easier phone to use than Android. It's just built on simplicity and it's built on security. Um, same thing with my fashion. So, like, um, which we're gonna dive into it deeper. Um, I kind of. I'm not gonna lie. I, I I sat up here and said, you know, I'm gonna go with society and say I'm gonna go buy these Jordans. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But then I came back to my senses, and I'm not gonna lie. Y'all probably seen some of my posts. I bought. I think last year I bought some Jordans and some Yeezys. 
because I wanted to get on that bandwagon. Like, why not? What's the big uh, bruja mm-hmm. of the Yeezy clan, right? And yeah, they're comfy. Yeah, they're fresh. But I'm just like, hold on, for this type, this type of money, and and not, don't get me wrong, guys. Me and my wife, we're we're pretty pretty solid. You know what I'm saying? You know, especially moving from Chicago to back to Detroit, uh, pretty solid. We're 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 good. Uh, I'm not saying we balling, but we're good. And so, like, yeah, we can afford these things. But like, why would I spend? And again, no offense to nobody else. Why would I spend that when I can get simple fresh? Other ways, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the same thing with my smart home stuff. Like, you know, I kind of annoy my wife because I'm trying to figure out the the the, the smart home. Right. But I'm looking for something that everybody can use. It's streamlined. It, it works with everything. And, you know, just for example, before we get into the tech side of things, Apple uh, HomeKit. Mm-hmm. It's an app that works for everything you put in it. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Google and Alexa. They do the same things. But, right. like, some people want to have, you know, kind of a mixture and the best of both worlds. Like, we, we want the ring doorbell and we want this. You know what I mean? So, um, but just, you know, just to, you know, kind of, I guess, slim down the answer. Um, I just kind of, you know, do what works mm-hmm. for me and and and. How again? How it? How future proof is it? Like again, like a, a designer T-shirt or a graphic T-shirt mm-hmm. may not be cool next year, and I get it. I'm, I'm talking about bandwagon again. Right, I'm jumping right. on, but I'm just looking at. I'm, I look at it like that. Like next summer, I'm gonna be. Well, this summer I'll be 35, right? Next summer I'll be 36. Who knows if I'm gonna want to wear that graphic T-shirt next summer? Whereas a clean, crisp gray T-shirt, mm-hmm. clean, crisp white T-shirt. That's an all-time class. You can wear that whenever the hell, whatever the hell, any occasion. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's how yes, that's that's how it fits in for me. What about you? Yeah, so you made a lot of points there. And what I kind of want to say for myself is, I mentioned it already, it's all about function, right? Function, yep. And it's all about just having something that just fits into just a – I like the concepts of simplicity. Like when I go to a museum – Right. I always think about I always end up going to like the modern, contemporary and abstract art section because that tends to speak to me more. Why? Because they have a lot of simple concepts that are kind of open to interpretation. Yeah. Whereas like if you go to like Renaissance era paintings and they're so busy. Mm -hmm. Right. Like it's a huge like canvas and there's so much going on. Like every see. You ever go to a museum, like art museum, and you see like a, a painting from like the 1600s? Yeah. And it's like, it's a town square with a bunch of people. Yeah. And so much is going on. There's like a million stories going on, which, <laughs> you know, in its own way is interesting. But the, I look at it just, it's so busy. And what speaks to me more is something that's more simple. So what I end up doing is I do this in technology where my home screen setups on my phone are always very simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's always one or two screens and that's it. Where with clothes, I don't really buy that many, like like I said, graphic tees or anything like that anymore. And I, again, it, it just flies in the face of that, that modern consumerism that we have just been taught is the way to live life here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And even like when I look, when I'm equipping things in my kitchen, right? I don't buy a million different style plates and cups. Right, right. You know, I buy just one uniform style for how much I need. And yeah. it's all about making a like conscious decisions to have a simpler uh type of existence i guess and with what i found for me is that it declutters my life and mm-hmm. allows for a clearer headspace yeah it's why i prefer 
products that are designed with clean lines and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Again, I'll bring tech back into it. Um, another phone that's going through the review cycle right now is the Asus ROG phone, the new one. I think it's the ROG 5. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is like a gaming phone, right? And it's just, just packed to the gills with all these uh, features and everything, all these specs. And you look at this thing, it's so busy looking. Yeah. Because that's that gamer aesthetic, you know what I mean? Right. And it just has so much going on. There's a, a million lines here, like a black and white screen on the back of the phone and, you know, dual fans, dual charging ports. And I'm just like, man, this is doing too much, right? Yeah. And it almost like you get into this mind state of it where you want things to be streamlined, like you said, clean cut. Yeah. It's one thing I appreciate about the iPhone design is that it's it's industrial. It And while you'll never hear me complain about the pixel design because it's simple, straight to the point yeah. and yeah. gets the job done. And that's kind of what's become the tenor for my life, right? Yeah. And even like when I got into like making cold brew coffee and stuff like that, it just the process is streamlined, simple. And it just, it, when you start living your life that way and you, you start buying with intention, like I go through my wardrobe once or twice a year and I just get rid of stuff and donate to it because I hate the idea of having like this closet that's just filled with clothes. I don't, I just, it's just so weird to me. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, and it, like where I just want a few pairs of pants and I just want, you know, an, an approachable amount because a lot of times when you have like a million options, it's hard to choose. Yeah. You, you'll just be there in the closet, <laughs> your arms on your hips. Right. And you're just kind of looking like, well, what do I want to wear today? You know? And, and again, I don't know if that's also part of like, us as men, yeah. So it's tough to say if like women, well, what a what a female minimalist would be like. I yeah. often wonder how that would work. You know, well, well just you know, th- this kind of flows into the the next the next part of it. You know, um, I'm just going I'm just going to p- piggyback off of that. You know, you brought up you know men and women. I would say my wife. You know, she's a lady. She loves makeup. She loves mm-hmm. purses. She loves shoes. She loves you know. She's a woman. Women love all these things, which is not a bad thing. Right. Um, it just it builds them up. It gives them confidence, and it, you know. So I'm not mad at it. But she would prefer just some chucks, black and white. Just some white chucks, some white anything, white shoes. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? In the summertime, she's super mental, minimal. But cute. Like my, my wife wears chanclas as she, you know, she, my wife is Hispanic, so I'm gonna say the Hispanic word. She wears chanclas all summer. And that is her thing. Um, whereas like, you know, other women would be like, you know, I'm gonna wear my heels, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, you know what I'm saying? So my you know, my wife does dresses, she does, you know, so she tries to keep it like simple as well. Um and you know, you brought up a good point about how, you know, you go you, you open up your closet and you're like, Man, uh, I gotta get rid of some stuff. Omar put me on uh, this T-shirt brand. Uh, What's the name of it? True Classic. True Classic. And when I saw it, I went through the website. I see that they have like they have like different like color mm-hmm. packs. Like you could do a natural pack. You could do a color pack. You mm-hmm. could do. You know what I mean? So to me, I was like, man, this is the site for minimalist, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I ordered some shirts, and I got thirty percent off. Boom. Um, and I literally, right after I did that order, I went to go wash and fold some clothes and I got rid of some t-shirts. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to wear these. I'm actually about to jump back on this simple t-shirt thing. And guess what? We're going on a trip and we're going on a trip in two weeks to see if we want to live where we're going. And this is probably going to be the easiest packing because I'm about to just grab a couple of my t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Probably I'm going to be gone for five days, grab five t-shirts, some simple pants, and my shoes is always pretty fresh. Throwing some Vans or some Toms. And I'm going to be straight. You know what I'm saying? Versus, I'm going to tell you like this. When we went to Miami last summer and we went to Myrtle Beach, 
I literally were was in my closet like, okay, this will go good together. This will, let me do this. Nah, I don't want to do this. Nah, I'm gonna do this. And then I so it, it it made me really like do too much when it came to fashion. Yeah. I'm going on a vacation. I'm not here to be a fashion show for everybody. Right, right. And y'all know me. You know the nickname Fresh Crest. So I'm always gonna try and be fresh. No matter if it's minimal or no matter if it's crazy, but like I said, we're, I'm trying to just stay on the minimal bandwagon because um, I'm getting older. You know, uh, I, I want to invest in the electric car industry. I want to invest in a more efficient home. You know, the, the the future that we're going. So, like the me going minimal is again, like I said, in the in the, in the in, like I said in the past few seconds it's not me buying things that i don't want it's me saying okay cool this is pretty fresh this is this is simple now i can focus on other things um so to really dig into like the fashion part of things you know omar is a fan of toms let's just we can just start with that uh toms makes a lot of their products with recycled products and green products they also give back um, and I used to be a fan of Tom's like hard back when I was right. living in Chicago. Um, and my whole family and my, you know, my wife and I were like, man, that's pretty cool. Let's buy, let's jump into this Tom's thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so when Omar talked to me about the t-shirts, I also bought me some Tom's last week. So, um, and then a, a few weeks prior to that, you know, I bought me some, uh, some vans, mm-hmm. you know, my kids and my wife, they love Chucks. So I said to my wife, like, you know what, wife? I'm, 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 I think I'm done buying the, you know, expensive shoes, you know, like, let me just buy these. I mean, they're comfortable. They, they're, they're fresh. Like, why not? So, um, that's, that's just what I'm going to be doing. And, you know, when it comes to, you know, my fashion, you know, I'm going to be making things a little bit more simpler, a little bit more universal, really what it is. Um, you know, you could, you, you could wear vans with a suit. You can wear vans right. with jeans. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Same thing with Tom's. Dress them up, dress them down. Same thing with Chuck's. Y'all, you've seen Chuck's, Tom's, and Vans and Weddings. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? So uh, I guess really what it is, I'm not necessarily going minimal. I'm going universal. Mm-hmm. Something that I could wear with everything. Right. Um, so, um, I mean, that's that's how I am with fashion now. You know, I, you know, like I said, I'll go up and down. But I think moving forward, I'm just going to, you know, keep it crispy, just fresh, mm-hmm. simple. You know, uh, I told Omar, I'm, you know, for the vacation, I'm gonna buy the next color palette right. that I want to buy from that site, and you know, just take that. You know what I mean? So, and it kind of feels good. You know, some may know me if they follow me that you know I'm I'm sticking with the green movement, recycling, sustainable energy, efficient. Um, and so I feel like even going this route, I could find a lot more simpler, greener items when it comes to fashion. So. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a let you jump in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, when it comes to, like, again, I'm going to use the term again. It's all, for me, with clothing now, it's just real, it's all about function, you function, know. Yeah. And that's, and I look at, like, simple t-shirts, simple colored pants, you know. It's it's all. In... Well, let me, but let me jump in with you. It's the stuff we choose, though. It's still premium product, though. It's right, not right. like we're buying T-shirts from. It's not like you're buying the Hanes five pack, right? right? No, we're yeah. talking about no we're disrespect. Cream... So, <laughs> so, so, so I'm gonna let Omar jump in, but I just want to jump in on that. So, like going the simple route, though, still is premium. You got some premium options, mm-hmm. so it... it speaks to the quantity versus quality thing. For me. Yeah, you know, boy, it's... you said it right. 
And it's just like buying a few high quality pairs of pants and shirts, shoes, whatever, as opposed to just buying a bunch of the cheap stuff. You know, how many times do you see people, especially here in the Midwest, mm-hmm. you know, where people will be like, oh, you know, that's a nice shirt. Where'd you get it? It's like, yeah, I got five of these from Kohl's. They're on sale for $5 a piece or something like that. And it's just like, all right, well, why'd you need five shirts? Mm-hmm. You know, of like the similar type of thing. And that's kind of where it comes down to. It's like simple aesthetic, uh, functional aesthetic where, and that just kind of, again, is where it mirrors lifestyle, right? Mm-hmm. Where I'm trying to live a clutter-free headspace. Mm-hmm. And when I'm trying to live in a clutter-free headspace, I'm also trying to dress that way. Mm-hmm. Speaking about the shoes, you know, the idea that, Tom's has that one for one program that you yeah. mentioned. You know, I I like Tom's one because they're comfortable. Two because they go with everything, yeah. like you said. Yeah. And three is because you have that peace of mind that they're helping the environment. The yeah. true classic tees that we 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 were talking about right now is uh, they help with um, getting. I don't know if you saw this on the packaging where they help with housing for you know military veterans. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, and they help them get into like uh, you know if they're like homeless, they help them get into like small houses and yeah. stuff like that. And it all just runs around that thing of just being intentional and living a lifestyle where it's not too much busyness going on. Because when you got everything being so busy, it just, again, it, it fogs your mind and it just causes a lot of negativity to kind it's of a distraction. Enter. Yeah, it's yeah. a distraction. Exactly. And I look at like when you're talking clothing and you're talking about... Like, oh, man, I got to get this new colorway, these Jordan 5s yeah, or yeah. whatever Jordan comes out. Or you got to get these new Nikes as soon as they come out. You know, and I'm not knocking anybody that does that. But for me, personally, it's just not it's not ideal anymore. Let me jump in real quick. Because yeah. I'm only jumping in because you're saying some key points, mm-hmm. if you don't mind. That topic right there, different colorways and what's coming out now. Mm. Oh, oh, they come out on Wednesday or Friday. Let me get in line. Right, and right. oh, I didn't get them. It's it's stressful. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna lie. Like there were some dunks that came out a few months ago that I really wanted. Right. And I'm not gonna lie. I jumped into the lo- the queue online, and I didn't get them. And so I'm just like, man, that's kind of upsetting. Mm-hmm. So the, so yeah. So like I'm I'm like forget that, man. I'm not spending 100 150 dollars on something, and then I might not even be able to get it. You know, like where I can get an abundance mm-hmm. of something else that's. A classic. Right. So. Yeah. And that's kind of like for me, that's just, that's just the, the whole spectrum of fashion right now. It's like you talked about Tom's at a wedding. I did that. Yeah. Like I was at a, a wedding uh, right before the pandemic actually. Mm. And uh, it was like late 2019. And uh, I, was, I was, I was like, man, I don't have dress shoes. And I was like, <laughs> I got these Tom's. And I, hey. I started putting them on. I was like. I can make that work. Yeah. You know? So, so it's just kind of, it becomes a thing where for me, again, it's all about just it being able to be your everyday wear for multiple occasions. And that's really where minimalism in fashion kind of kicks in. And I think it's something that you're seeing more of, right? You're seeing more of these online brands come out that are more about, you know, high quality stuff, high quality materials and sustainability and eco-friendliness and things of that nature. And you see, like, every time you see, like, you see on Instagram all the time, mm-hmm. like, with their clothing ads and all mm-hmm. that. And you're seeing, give, you know, a lot of social media uh, personalities and influencers or whatever are, are pushing these type of products as well. And I think there's a real desire 
to have the, these more simple like aesthetics uh, in clothing where it doesn't have to be garish and have a big like remember like those old like Versace shirts that yeah. just have like <laughs> they just have like those big old like logos on them it's just like there's yeah. so much going on yeah. and I was like you need all that noise yeah, you no. know and that's not like that doesn't look good, right? Yeah. You know, it, it like there's something about classics never going on. So you mentioned Chuck Taylors. Yep. That's a classic shoe from the 60s, 50s, Ooh, right? It's still banging right now. And they're still, I mean, they're so emulated too. Like like Nike bought Converse. Of course, yeah. they have the rights to that now. But Nike was making shoes to, that look like Chuck Taylors for a minute yeah. before they yep. acquired them. And, yep. you know, and uh, you go to like, even like the discount shoe stores like Payless or something, they're, they're making imitation yeah. Yeah. Chuck Taylor style shoes. So. Yep. That just goes to show you a classic never goes out of style. There we so, go. So when you're looking at like a white or black t-shirt with a blue pair of blue jeans and Chuck Taylors, that's uh, that that look that's doesn't so go out clean, of style. That's timeless, right? And and I think that's what's excuse me, what that's all about, right? Is is having that it's timeless about the guy vibe. who's rocking it. Right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, if right. you're pretty smooth, Omar, like you are, man, you can rock that. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's that's how it goes in with fashion. You know, and uh, even like when you're buying like jackets and stuff like that, it's the same thing. You're not looking for that crazy design or whatever, right? Shoot, Ashley has a friend that owns a, uh, a online store, an online fashion store, literally called Black and White. Really? Yes, literally. And like her, all of her items are black and black and or white. Mm-hmm. And Ashley has a couple of things from them. And like a uh, matter of fact, she uh, purchased a, a white like half halter top to wear in Miami when we went clean mm-hmm. like you would you would think by looking at how it was designed you would think it was premium i think it only i think it was, i don't know how much it was i would i'm just i'm just estimating right now i think it was like 25 or 30 or 40 bucks something under, under 50 bucks right whereas something like what she was wearing if you found it somewhere else it'd be like a hundred dollars or something like that so yeah like um i feel you like yeah and you it, again it just goes in the face of this culture that we have where you have to have name brand one, <laughs> but you also have to let everybody know you have ah, name brand. You know that's why, like, when people buy these shirts, from, again, I'll use Nike as an example because Nike is a big um, brand when it comes to just culture mm-hmm. and streetwear, mm-hmm. right? And but you see all these Nike shirts, big old check on them, right? <laughs> you know it's a Nike shirt, mm-hmm. even if you buy like the classic Nike T-shirt with the little stitch logo on the mm-hmm. chest. That logo is typically a little bit bigger. Polo Ralph Lauren, they do that too. Yep. So even when they go simple, you know, they go into a way that's also letting you know that hey, this is the brand. Yep. I spent money, right? <laughs> and for me, it's all about well, does it does it fit good? Does yeah. it, do you look good while you're wearing it? Dude, you said something. A lot of these brands that I you know over the years have like oh you know I, I, I'm gonna follow the society this time. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna buy it. A lot of those brands. They don't wash wear. They, sorry, they don't wash well. Right. They don't wear well. Like you said, the fit is either too big, too small. It doesn't. It's too short. Mm-hmm. It doesn't fit that well. And I think it's because of what you said. They're focusing on the logo. They're focusing on. They're gonna buy this. It's Polo. It's Nike. I mean, I wonder if some of that's like us being in our mid thirties, where yeah. we we think about things a little differently in that aspect. Uh, they don't think we old on this podcast. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> um, but like, like the whole like. Like a uh, younger generation that wear like Supreme and mm-hmm. stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. You got the big logo on it, so you know, hey, I bought this Bape shirt, and mm-hmm. you know, I spent crazy money on this, mm-hmm. right? So uh, for me, it's all more so about just finding the right fits mm-hmm. and 
and just just going for that cleaner aesthetic. Cleaner, yep. And now, you know, when you're talking branding, so clean, clean. (laughs) outcast, baby, outcast. Yeah, you know, you know what it is, you know. And uh, so, when I look about like the lack of branding, it reminds me of when I had an iPhone, Mm -hmm. and I would buy these cases that were super thin mm-hmm. and they're called actually they changed their name they used to be called minimal case mm. now they're called phoenix case I don't really know yeah they when did that change like literally a couple weeks ago i'm about to say like we they were sent talking me an about email. cases yeah they sent me an email huh. but one thing i always liked about them is that they have no branding mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. so when you put it on your iphone it becomes a generic looking phone type mm-hmm. thing it's just clean you know, and no un- uninterrupted, no logos, nothing yep, like yep. that. That's one thing I always hated about cases. Like you buy Otterbox or something, a big old Otterbox in- engraving in the back, or yeah. you know, you buy a speaking case. It says speaking on the speaking back. On the side. Yeah, yep. it's just like <laughs> I-, I just always look for something that's just unbranded. Yeah, yeah I like that. And then, I mean, I've been looking like the back of my LG. You know, I, it, like it has the LG logo at the bottom. It has the model on the back. Yep. The I'm behind the bottom. You know, you want to cover that up. You just want a clean looking experience. You know, so like just to just to pick, I, I, I think we're transitioning. Yeah. So just before while we're transitioning, which it, it's this is going to get us to the transition. So for instance, you know, Omar and I speaking of cases, um, I was like, cool. Now that I switch back to my iPhone, you know, I'm gonna go back and give me the iPhone, the Apple leather case. He was like, bro, why don't you do the Bellroy case, for example? Uh, they make leather goods. Mm-hmm. Like, cool, Apple's great, but they don't make leather goods. Go with the Bellroy. And, I mean, I have a Bellroy Bell wallet. Bro, I jumped into this uh, by my boy uh, Joe um, Piketty from um, back in my tech days of working in wireless. And, I, you know, I tend to go to him sometimes and say, hey, what do you recommend? He told me about Bellroy Whew. I've been in, I've been in Detroit for three years, so I'm gonna say five years ago. I want to say about five or six years ago. And let me tell you, bro, the best wallet I've ever had. It's simple, clean, fresh. Um, I had a black one that lasted me. I want to say three or four years, mm-hmm. and I didn't get rid of it because it was like messed up. I got rid of it just because I wanted to switch up the color. And I'm on my what second year with this gray one with the red with the with the brown pulley. Mm-hmm. Uh, just in this patina, in the patina is just it's working well. Mm-hmm. Like so, um, again, like Omar and I, we're not trying to get anybody, we're not trying to influence anybody to go minimal. I'm just saying, like a lot of a lot of those minimal things are pretty fresh, dude. Clean and they last long. That's the thing. Yeah, and that's when you when you're talking classic design, mm-hmm. right? Like you're talking wallets. Like I've had my Coach wallet now for like five years. So okay, so that's what I really want to get into. Okay. I used to buy the Coach Wallace because I like the you know the little C's on yeah, there and everything. Yeah, yeah. But I said eh, it didn't last for me. I had to get it swapped out a couple of times. Mm-hmm. That was just my experience. Right, right. So I said, Bell Roy, you lasting? I'm gonna stick with you. What I'm getting at with that is like I've had it, so my Coach Wallace was a gift for my mom. It mm-hmm. was basically a bigger wallet with a smaller wallet insert. Nice. What I ended up doing is because as I transitioned into using less you cash. Yeah, I only use the insert. And it's like a, mi- a mini wallet. Yeah. And to me, that's a uh, a good vibe. And it's like, it's a cl- again, a classic design that's tried and true. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be like sometimes you see people with these wallets and they're, they got the, like the design on the yeah. back or whatever. And you just you and look I'll, at it. It's like this looks like a disposable product. And I wonder if they're buying it for the brand. You know how they, they like, stick out the black out of yeah. back pocket in the front. I'm like, yeah, you, yeah. you don't like that wallet. You don't right, look right. good. <laughs> you got it because it got a name on it. Exactly. Exactly. And just like having, again, it's so for me, I transitioned away from using cash 
as much and i only have like two credit cards mm-hmm. in there yeah. and you know my id of course yeah. but so for me something smaller simpler that fulfills those needs you know i don't have a big wallet that's just empty mm-hmm. which is what you see a lot of people will do yeah, yeah. and that's the thing right that's where it's about that intentional purchase and intentional usage um so that's fashion now well obviously guys you know this is a tech podcast so why it, it will be it wouldn't be right if we didn't talk about tech <laughs> so minimalism in tech is interesting to interesting me yes. because tech as a whole feels anti-minimalism right yes because you like you open up a computer, there's a million things going on. Yeah. You know? So it depends. You know, we talked about, you know, the Mac, the Windows, the 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 Chromebook options, you know, mm-hmm. just, just in terms of computing. Um, where like nothing against Windows, you know, Windows works for a particular person. Mm-hmm. Um, but Omar and I was saying even before his podcast, and over the years, you know, especially since I used to work with Chromebook, I actually dove into like the the minimal the things you need. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Windows, I feel like the average user doesn't need all that Windows has to offer. I feel like it's a lot to offer. Whereas yeah. Mac or Chromebook, they're there for what you need. Like mm-hmm. you can make it as extensive or you can keep it exactly how it came. So, and that's the thing. Like you could, and if you, you know, speaking to Windows, they are obviously testing uh, Windows 10X right now, which is, I think, in beta. And it runs very much like. A Chromebook would run. Mm. And I think that's on purpose. Microsoft mm. realizes that a lot of people are mostly only use a computer for the web mm-hmm. and a couple other things and right. designing around that. And one thing I always appreciate about Chrome OS is that they have a dedication to being straightforward and not too much going on. Everything is accessible with one or two clicks. Right. And that's one thing that I think is a philosophy that we're seeing a lot in the industry on computers and we're seeing it on phones. Mm-hmm. You know, why do people like the iPhone? Yeah. Well, it's just basic. It's simple, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, even Apple themselves with iOS 14 have dedicated to allowing you to make it even simpler. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've adopted the app library, which is much like the app drawer yeah. on Android, right? Yeah. And that allows you to have that one home screen setup. Yeah. So, you know, Chris, uh, like you mentioned, just switched back to an iPhone. And so when I, when I saw him today, I was like, oh, let me, let me see your phone real quick. And I saw a setup. It was one basic home screen, and he had the app library to the right. And that's something that I think that manufacturers now and people who design these OSs are taking in mind. They want it to be simpler. Mm-hmm. Like, remember, like, the old days of Android? Where there was, like, widgets everywhere. Yeah, and I, I actually it, used to use widgets a lot. I don't use them at all today. Yeah, and it's just like, but they had, like, sub-menus and multiple yeah. pages, and it was just, like, so busy, so much yeah. going on. Now, like, you look at it, every single manufacturer has toned it down. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody does, at least in here in the West, yeah. nobody does these super crazy, like, elaborate home screens anymore. You have the, uh, obviously, the iPhone, iOS, we just mentioned. Pixel experience has always been very minimal. Yeah. Uh, Samsung and LG have both toned down yeah. the yeah. excess in their stuff, and uh, OnePlus has always been about a simple uh, operating system. And so. then they give you the option to go to go ham, go extra if you want. Right. Yeah. And you could make, if you wanted to, you could put an iPhone <laughs> today with like 10 home screens, a bunch of widgets, yeah. and you can make it complicated. Yeah. For me, I always appreciated it being a simpler setup. And the way you do that is through universal search. Mm, and that universal search. So obviously universal search on Android, spotlight search on iPhone, where... You have everything tucked away in that app drawer, but you use the search as a quick way 
to access it. Mm -hmm. And that is the, again, it comes down to uh, ease of reaching where you want to go and function again. You know, Mm -hmm. it's a word that, you know, we're using a lot uh, uh, on this episode where, you know, being able to have your home screen on the iPhone, you just swipe down, type where you want to go. Or on the Pixel, you tap the Google search bar, search for the app you want to find. And it's just functional, quick, elegant solution. Mm-hmm. You know, and shout out Palm WebOS. That's where that started. <laughs> that's where it started. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but that to me is like the core of a basic experience on the phone. And, you know, it's it's the reason why I think that's the way forward. And that's the way I use my phone. Mm-hmm. Now, you might be different. You might just say... Well, I know where it's like organized chaos, right? Yeah. Where I know where everything is, and I can go ahead and find what I want to find. <laughs> and you know, to to each their own. It, right. it, again, it's it goes back into your tech, your fashion, your lifestyle is all a reflection of how you want to live. Yeah. And so with us, we're talking about again living more intentionally. Uh, Using things like it goes. You only get one life, right? Right. <laughs> well, it's like like apps, right? Yeah. Like, how many people you know have like apps they just they installed one time and never used again? Uh, that's true. Like, I, I'll get rid of some things. Like, I'm not I'm really not using this. I'm getting rid of this, even though like and and I even on the iPhone turn on um, offload. Uh, mm-hmm. I forgot what the actual thing is called. Offload apps. Mm-hmm. And then Fine Printer says, after a certain amount of times, if you're not using this app, we'll offload it off your phone to save some space. Right. We'll keep all the data just in case you re-download it, but we'll offload it to save you some space. And I actually like that feature because if there is an app that I haven't used in a while, I don't want to have to think about it. I want it to just go away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's all about using an app that is useful for you. Mm-hmm. You know, So if you download... Like one thing I hate right now is the fact that you have to. Um, a lot of times when you go go out somewhere and you want to park, a lot of times these cities will make you download their app. Yeah, and that was one thing I was hated because I was like I don't know when the next time I'll be in the city <laughs> is right. You know, if it's not like a city I frequent yeah. all the time, yeah. and you know, I, and I have to download this app or whatever, which is why I was so happy when Google Maps said you could you could yeah, handle that within the app cool. now. Right. And I think a lot of these decisions are just designed for streamlining, and. Even when you look at phone designs, like mm. hardware design, right? Yep. Like I look at the iPhone. I look at your iPhone 12 Pro, and it's it's intended to be functional. Yeah, you know, and uh, I look at functional premium, right? <laughs> and I look I look at even something that's new age, like the Surface Duo, Microsoft's mm-hmm. phone. I look at that, and the way they designed it. They designed it with that simplicity in yeah. mind. You know, even if it's a dual screen phone, you could multitask and do all that. But the way it was designed, every single decision, having the fingerprint sensor on the side and the bezels on the top for grippability is all in the idea of designing something for functionality. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I, again, I bring up those gaming phones where it's like they have these sharp lines and sharp edges that are more for the aesthetic than they are for function. Yeah. You know, and uh, that's one thing that I always, you know, knock on those because it's all about aesthetic. Same thing with gaming laptops. Um, where I think with tech design, you want it to be functional mm-hmm. because it's, it's your most used gadget, especially right. your phone. You know, right. it's uh, and you see that with with headphones as well. Uh, so, what is kind of your take on phone design when it comes to minimalism? Um, yeah, like you said, like I, 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 
I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. Like, since I do go kind of back and forth, but I'm trying to you know stick with the simple things of life. Uh, I kind of do get upset personally that Apple does keep its simple design sometimes. But then again, I look at it you know time and time and time and time again, and I say, no, that's pretty clean. Mm-hmm. Like it's like one of those things when it when it, when it, when the design first comes out, you're like. Hey, you just did that last year. But then like you actually take time to dissect and look at it and be like, mm-hmm. no, this is good. Like the matte back with the glass on the camera, you know? So it's kind of like, um, yeah. So I, I like the simple design. Same thing with the, with the pixel. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a, a lot of people get mad that they don't have a premium design, mm-hmm. but they're a more so services and software company. Right. They're, they're really not trying to show off the design. They're trying to show you what this phone can do. They always say they're here to help, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then guess what? All, you know, all we gonna do is put a case on it anyways. Right. So why y'all so worried about the damn design? So I, I, it's funny, <laughs> I'm glad that you brought up the matte back thing. Mm-hmm. So, I remember very briefly I had the OnePlus 8. Yep. And I sent you that video, right, yeah. of like how the color shifts in the yeah. light. Which is like a party trick, really. Yeah. Like, oh man, check this phone out. It goes from yellow to pink to red. It's yeah. just, it's like a sunset, man. It looks yeah. sweet. But you, you know what the problem with that is? It's it's fingerprint, fingerprint city. So a matte back is functional because it might not look as flashy, but on an iPhone 12 Pro, yeah, at least you know that it's not going to get fingerprints. On a Pixel Five, it's not going to get fingerprints. But then, though, you know, if, if you if you really want to go a little deeper into it, the matte on the back. Turns into matte on your car. Turns into matte on your nails. Turns into matte. So matte everything. Like Marquez also <laughs> said, matte black everything, right? Of course, yeah. Um, so, again, like you would think, like Omar said, like the matte finish is like, oh, why y'all didn't just do all stainless steel? Or why you didn't just do all glass? Mm-hmm. Guess what? Like there's a lot of premium things out here that have matte and like really like stand out. Like you tell me, you see a matte black or matte white Tesla rolling down the street. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to be like, wow. Yeah. Yes, you are. You're not going to be like, oh, they should have just kept the gloss. No, mm-hmm. it's because it's it's not done. It's not done enough to be. It's not. Um, it's just not out there a lot. So when you see it, you're like, oh, that's actually pretty good. Here's another example of that. Galaxy Z Flip. Right. Mm-hmm. Beautiful phone. Yeah. Right. No one's denied it. Especially like the purple one. Yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah. Right. But the glossiness of it is so much so. It. It slides off tables. Mm-hmm. It's not functional. Whereas yeah. if there's a little more tactility there, mm-hmm. it would stay in place. And like, who wants their fifteen hundred dollar foldable screen phone <laughs> to always be at risk of falling off their desk when they're working? Yeah, you know that's again a lack of function. And that's where again we're prioritizing this visual appeal as opposed to prioritizing function. Mm-hmm. And it's something where. Like we were just, uh, you know, in Best Buy, we were looking at laptops briefly, and and I think about my Pixelbook Go. It's a matte finish, ridges on the bottom for grippability. It's a functional, it's clean, makes too. sense, That's clean screen. design. Nice. Whereas, like you look at something like um, uh, some of these HPs or some of these other laptop designs, where it's like maybe they're not as functional looking, and you know they don't make as much sense as that sort of a design. Yeah, and so for me with tech, it's like I want my home screens to be simple. I want my phone to have good ergonomics. Mm-hmm. So I think about like my V60. Yeah. It's a huge phone, yeah. right? There's no doubt about it. But when you're using it as a device with it, now it's not, it's not intended to be used with one hand. I'm just going to go out, out there and say that. <laughs> when you're using it with two hands, it's a comfortable feel. 
and the haptics are good. Mm -hmm. So it feels it's a gratifying experience to be using it. And you feel like it's uh, it's helping with you getting what you need to be done in the best way possible. So and so that's where I look at certain devices that don't prioritize those little things, yep. you know, where the in hand feel, which is of course, an overblown, you know, YouTuber term feels good in the hands, whatever, you know. Hey, I'm not, hey, just, but just to, just to piggyback off of that, bro, like, I, ever since the iPhone, so when I had Android, before my iPhone 6 was the first start of me going to the uh, the cult of Apple, um, <laughs> I never, I never got a case. I just liked the way the phones felt. Right. You know, some, most Androids back then actually had, uh, feels good in the hands, right? Wasn't slippery, things like that. I got an iPhone. It was very uh, iPhone six all the way up until now. I'm saying till now, or no, no, I'm gonna say until the ten, to the ten series came out was slippery. Right. Ten came out, it was rounded edges, uh, the stainless steel, and I was just like, dang, this feels good. It, mm. it didn't really feel like fall, you know, it. I could I, I could feel like it wouldn't fall out of my hand. Mm. Then they started changing it up with the 10s and the uh, and the 10r and mm. you know those came back to being a little bit more slippery mm -hmm. um but i'm not going to lie with the iphone 12 12 pro 12 pro max i had it without a case obviously cuz i didn't order my case yet and i can hold it without feeling like it's going to fall out of my hand so design i would say simple designs and and like you said ergonomics and 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 how it feels in the hand uh takes it, it's a bit it's it's very important versus just a shiny phone and we made the best design phone one of the things that i wish that reviewers were more conscious of again i'm gonna bring up my v60 again uh the v60 has like these beveled edges on the metal rail mm. right and it's not something you would notice a lot in like a slightly curved back glass it's not something you notice right away but when you hold it in your hand you could feel that's good ergonomics yeah. right that's that's smart design. That's smart engineering. Yeah, I, I think I feel like a lot of phones disregard that. Yeah, you know, one thing I never liked about OnePlus is like the the phones are flashy or whatever, but they they have this weird feel to them that almost is is not as seamless as that. Yeah, you know, and I think Samsung does a good job of that as well. Most phones do, but it, just speaking on tech companies. I just think that they need to, or tech reviewers, excuse me, not tech companies, that they need to focus on that a little bit more. You know, focus on the ergonomics a little bit more. And and when you're looking at the design of a phone, don't just say, oh, this is a pretty color, mm -hmm. or this is a huge screen, or whatever. Focus on the aesthetic of what this design does for function. Mm -hmm. And I, and that's something that I think is missing from commentary uh, on the way phones are designed. Um, so, like, I just want to, you know, go a little deeper into the uh, tech side of things and, and, and being minimal, um, which I've talked about a lot. I'm really into, like, smart home tech and, and what and what to uh, and what to buy. Like, um, and, and friends or family or just people, you know, randomly would ask me, you know, Hey, I hear you do tech. I mean, I hear you do smart home. You're like, what do you recommend? You recommend the ring doorbell. I always stop people right there. Right. When people say you recommend the ring doorbell, like I get it. It's popular. Everybody, most people have one, but I'll always stop people right there and say, just because your neighbor has a ring doorbell doesn't mean that's for you. Mm -hmm. So what do you use that can complement that? 
Um, and you guys have heard me say most a lot of times I'm an ecosystem guy. I tried to get out of it, but I'm an ecosystem guy. Um, Omar, not so much, but you know, like again, every everything that he does really works well for him. So, like for me, I look at minimalism as keeping it in an ecosystem. Um, so like for instance, I I know I spoke heavy on the Google Home, the Google Nest, and all that Nest Mini and Nest Audio. Again, still highly recommend. But since I went back to my Apple, I said to myself, um, prior to this, I had a mixed household. I had Alexa and I had HomePods. And I said to myself, like, everybody in the house were either saying Alexa or Siri and like kind of I was confusing them. Right. Mm -hmm. And even right now, I'm confusing them. They're like, what am I going to use? Right. So like but my idea is trying to trying to move forward with that streamline, that one thing, that simple thing. And it's going to be me trying to get my family used to Apple everything uh, just to connect the dots. Uh, We use Apple Music. We use Apple uh, we use our Google TV now. But if Apple were to come out with a new one, I'm probably going to get the Apple TV. And I just look at it like this, like the Apple HomeKit app brings in every single thing that Apple approves into one app. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, my wife got used to my wife got used to uh, using the HomeKit app and she uses it for lights and uses it to look at cameras and she likes it. So, like, I'm just trying to keep things where one app and one thing and less to do kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. I mean, you, you want you want a streamlined experience. You know, again, where we talk about functionality again, you want something that's going to work. For the way you live. Right. And I look at, like, when we talk about streaming music services, like you mentioned Apple Music, you know, for me, I use Spotify because it fits in with a lifestyle thing because a lot of friends of mine use Spotify. And it's not a stretch to be able to, you know, to have to, you know, switch between uh, if they're sending me, like, a recommended uh, song or playlist to have it all over the place. Yeah. And it's all about, with tech, I think... As companies have gotten better at streamlining and simplifying uh, their products, I think that it's very important that when we're we're finding out how we want to use stuff, to again use that intentionality to have an experience that just works for our lifestyle. And sometimes, you know, like I so said, you guys are heavy Apple users, so mm-hmm. using HomeKit makes sense. Why? Why complicate something? Right. You know, why try and why reinvent the wheel? You know, it's unnecessary. And I mean, like, you know, like my my wife and my kids, they like Google. They like they like Alexa. Um, but I talked to Omar about this a couple of days ago and um, they don't use it for like what I use it for. So, like, I really do feel like the Google or Alexa side of things is, is actually uh, extra for them. So I kind of really want to see. I kind of really, really want to give them a full, a full um, uh, try on the Apple everything kind of thing. Just see how it works because they're more simple than I am when it comes to the smart home. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, you know, and it, you know, just to you know, jump onto a different thing. My phone. You know, I talked about it a few, you know, a few uh, minutes ago, a few few good minutes ago. Um, I am a fan of both Android and Apple. I said, you know what, Omar, I'm just going to dive in. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I've probably said this a lot, right? I didn't want right. to be in a kiddie pool. I want to dive into the Google and get everything Google and just mm-hmm. see if I can do it. Guess what? I did it longer than expected. Usually it would have been 24 hours. I would have switched. Right, right. I did it for pretty much a month. 
And was I happy? Yes. But I did feel like things were cluttered. I felt like I was doing too much on my phone, trying to fix things too much. And um, me using my iPhone is simple. It's secure. Not to say that Android isn't simple and secure, but for me, it's simple and secure. And uh, it just works. You know, like I said, it, it works with everybody in the family. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it makes my life easy. You know, I can send my son a song. He's like, hey, dad, send me, a, mm -hmm. send me that song I just heard. Boom, boom, boom. Saying, guess what? Guess what? When I had my Pixel, I, I always had to say, ask your mom to send it to you. Right, right. And it, it, to me, I was like, dang, I couldn't send it to him. Or... Uh, they use FaceTime most of the time. I had to do Google Duo. Right. So, like, I unsimplified it for myself mm -hmm. just because I'm a techie. Right. Um, and so I, I got to look at things like that. Like, is this going to clutter my life or is this going to simplify my life? You know? Um, so, yeah, I mean, smart home. You got the phone. Um, well, like, to piggyback off of that for you. So, for me, coming from the Android side of things. So... One thing I always like about using LG phones, uh, as you know, you know, I'm a big proponent of LG. Uh, I, I always want them to do well versus Samsung, mm -hmm. so that specific thing, because they the, the two companies are very similar in the sense they're both from South Korea. Mm -hmm. Their software experiences feel kind of similar at, at times. Uh, one thing I liked about LG in recent years is that they've gone away from overcomplicating things. Yeah, Samsung, you know, briefly had that S10, and I was. One thing that killed me was, like, there's two apps for everything. Yes. There's Chrome, and then there's a Samsung Internet browser. There's Google Messages, but there's Samsung Messages. And then they have that uh, that Play Store, and then they have, and the, they have the Galaxy, Galaxy Store. <laughs> I mean, they got the Google Calendar, and then you got the Galaxy Calendar. And I understand that Samsung is that company that is looking for a a competitive edge, and they want to be able to say, hey... This is our stuff. We're a software company too, right? You don't have to use Google stuff if you don't want to. Whereas LG is more so leaned into Google for the most part. And they have a couple apps that they use. So they have Gallery yeah. and and uh, they have like their health app and stuff like that. But what I like, I, I, and I feel like it's, it's streamlined there. I feel like LG put just enough tweaks mm -hmm. and to complement Google. Yeah. So because so LG doesn't have their own email app. That's what you got Gmail for. They don't have a calendar app. That's what you got Gcal for, mm -hmm. you know, and so on and so forth. So I really appreciate the touches they've done. And I think that's the nuance you're kind of looking for is where, why overcomplicate something? And for us, that's where an iPhone for you makes a lot of sense. Yeah. As does a Pixel. For me, an LG, a Pixel, even an iPhone as well, because uh, as we know, I've been known to mess with iPhones <laughs> from time to time. Yeah. Uh, also makes sense yeah. because I just want a thing that works well to allow me to have a simple experience, but still a functional experience. Yeah, yeah. You know, if we just only wanted simple and nothing else, we would be rocking Nokia 3310. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. we, would, we wouldn't be rocking, you know, smartphones if that was the case, you know, if yeah. you just wanted to call and text people. And then, I mean, another thing we need to talk about is color. Right. You know, so, I mean... Uh, when I went to, when I went back to get my iPhone 12, mm -hmm. I'm not gonna lie, I wanted to step outside the box a little bit. I wanted gold, right? right? She said she had gold when I called. Got there, sorry, that was only in the max. I was like, okay, cool. What you got? She brought out the uh, what is it, Pacific blue? Yes. And do they call it the black black? Space gray thing. Okay. Still, yeah. Or space so black. I said, you know what? What's the neutral color? What's the simplest way to go with this that can't get old? Right. I went with black. 
or space gray. Mm -hmm. And uh, I could have went with blue. I could have went with blue. And, uh, you know, again, that's also a neutral color. But does blue literally, literally go with everything? No. Does black or white go with everything? Yeah. So, you know, Omar loves white phones. I tend to, like, kind of go with the trend of colors for Apple. You know, when they had red, I went red. When they had jet black, I went jet black. Mm -hmm. And then blue came out, I went blue. I even had the Army Green, uh, what do I, I forgot. Midnight what, Green, right? Midnight yeah, Green. Pro. Mm -hmm. pro when they had that. So, um, I try to, you know... Uh, but moving forward, since I, you know, like I said, I, we put cases on our phones. I think I'm just going to go black or white, bro. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Keep it clean. That can't get old. I right. remember there was a time I got I got uh, tired of my red phone and wanted to cover it up with a black case. You know what I mean? So instead of doing that. Yeah, that's part of the maturity thing, too. I mean, back in the days when I used to use Windows phones, um, I used, like, I had a yellow Lumia 920. I had a purple HTC 8X. I had... Uh, a red Lumia as well, you know, so all these different colors. And then I, eventually it's just like you want that clean experience that just is a timeless classic again, where, you know, getting a black phone, getting a white phone, uh, just feel because like that Pacific Blue is a nice color mm -hmm. uh, on the iPhone. But yeah, I'm very likely you might get bored of that, yep. you know, and again, when you're covering up with a case, you know, you're kind of almost restricted mm -hmm. to having those colors that work with blue right like, right so you want to get like a, a lime green case just for, for whatever reason <laughs> right. that doesn't necessarily always work with every single color right, right? Yeah. you know and always you have white or black or silver um it's going to uh work every time and again time. it goes back to those phones that have these like color hues and variations that look nice but but for like two to three years are you really going to want to rock a purple phone are you really going to want to rock an orange phone you right, know what i mean right. so Color plays a part into simplicity and minimalism as well. Yeah, and the, I understand the idea like, well, that's just looking like every other phone then. Why would you do that, right? Like, I remember when, remember the S9, yeah. the copper S9 that came out, right. like Best Buy exclusive. Yeah. I, I like that. I yeah. thought it was a cool color, but would I have, would that novelty have worn off after a week? Mm -hmm. Probably. Probably. You yeah. know, so for us, I think it's it's more, it's about timeless design, functionality, and just clean aesthetics right something i want to throw in uh, you know unless you got a little bit more to say about no, that so uh, a future a future podcast uh, we're going to be talking about um how deep you can go into your the smart tech in your home mm -hmm. uh so one thing i want to talk about being minimal is uh and we're and i'll dig deep into the review and what i like and what it can do is keurig has uh this thing called Drinkworks. It makes your drink for you. But guess what? Guess how minimal and simple this is. They literally have pods that uh, has a concentrated mixture of what goes into that drink. You put the pod in, you press start. Dude, you can't tell. How, how much more simple can you go? You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to buy all these liquors. You ain't got to sit up here, pour and spill, pour and spill. Guess what? You have a party, buy you a couple of good, good few pod, different pods. Hey, you want a Cosmo? Hey, you want a Long Island? Hey, you want a vodka and lemonade? Mm. Pop, 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 start. You're good to go. Like, so that's what I'm saying. Even in tech, they're trying to make life simple, mm -hmm. less cluttered. I'm I'm gonna worry about my I'm gonna worry about hosting my party than pouring up these drinks. And I think it's a smart idea because when you look at look at life in the '90s versus life today, mm -hmm. we have so many distractions. Like just on the simplest level. I want to reach you, hypothetically, yeah. okay? <laughs> what can I do to do that? 
oh, let's see, I could call you, yeah. I could email you, yeah. I could text you, yeah. I could hit you on Facebook Messenger, I could yeah. hit you on Instagram Direct, I could hit you on Twitter DM, I could hit you on Snapchat if you use Snapchat, I could hit you on WhatsApp, oh, I could do a video man. call on Duo, <laughs> I could grab an iPad and video call you on FaceTime, you know, and I could video call you on Facebook Messenger and WhatsApp as well. Yeah. So, Red, right there, that's just like, and and it goes on and on and on. Payments. We talk about payments. Yeah. And, so many different options. And it's just like, you want to have some level of calming to the chaos. And, I'm going to give you an example. Okay. Omar yesterday, or when I, when I, when we made the decision that, hey, I'm going to go ahead and just get this iPhone. He's like, damn, bro, I'm going to miss the chat features, right? Mm-hmm. So Omar was like, hey, would you mind downloading WhatsApp so we can keep the chat features going? I said, I don't mind. But then we had a conversation. I said, so what do you actually use every single day, right? Um, So instead of me downloading an extra app, not that it's all about me and, you know, inconveniencing me, I was down with downloading WhatsApp. But I had had to ask, I said, hey, what other messaging apps do you use all the time? Mm -hmm. He said, Messenger from Facebook. Mm -hmm. I said, cool. I actually use it a lot more now because my wife and I have a group chat going and I use it more than I ever have. And guess what? It's been the smoothest, easiest transition to communicate with Omar through Messenger versus just piggybacking off of what he said, having all these different various options to communicate. We found one that works for me, works for him, works for everybody because he uses it more than he would use WhatsApp. He uses WhatsApp for it to talk to his father. But um, that's an app that he already has. So to just to keep it simple for me, I said, hey, what do you use that I can just keep it simple for me? And we came to a conclusion that Messenger works. So, yeah. Yeah, so the overall thing is that there's so many distractions and there's, like, it's almost like this world is a billboard. Oof. You know, and it's just like, <laughs> like, and you're walking through and there's a billboard after billboard after billboard. And everything's just trying to catch your eyeballs, get catch your attention. Yeah. And sometimes you just have to, I think, take control over that, right? Yeah. You know, and that's the case when you're, how you... Decorate your home. That's mm-hmm. the case when, like, when, I, when on that topic, you know, I don't look to buy a lot of, you know, various things, uh, like a million different art pieces yeah. or, you know, like I've been watching um, Frasier lately. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> one thing I noticed about the main apartment in Frasier is like, I can't remember what he called the design scheme, but the idea was to get different pieces that. Uh, individually don't work with one another, but as a whole, we'll work, work together. together. But like I'm like looking at his apartment, so I'm like, man, this is cluttered, yeah. you know? And I'm just like, it's too much, yeah. you know? He's got, like, all these pieces over there and this over there, and that's just what it was in the 90s, yeah. you know? And and for me, it's like, you know, you want just that clean aesthetic. You know, for me, it's like uh, my look is all about, you know, matching grays and neutrals yeah. And, yeah. and all that, and without having too much. And, like, recently I had a friend of mine ask me if I wanted to, you know, uh, t- acquire his large screen tv mm-hmm. yeah samsung was like 75 inches yeah. or something and i'm like i was like man it just doesn't functionally make sense for me because the setup i have is conducive to about 50 inch tv mm-hmm. and then i'd have to rework the whole setup and i just didn't want to do that because it interrupts the flow and mm-hmm. you know i hate to use like the term like feng shui but you know <laughs> that's just kind of that's just kind of what it is you, but know? you know what just to, just to jump on that i i know a lot of people that just buy big screen tvs because it's cool or right, i want to show right. off for my party or oh yeah you see my tv it's 100 inches it's 75 inches like i i'm not gonna lie i wanted to go bigger than what we have mm-hmm. but ashley was like nah just go a little bit bigger than 60 55 sorry let's go 65 and it works right and 
we organize the room a little bit differently right now. And I told her if we do it a different way, I might need to go bigger. And, but you see my wording. I'm using need because functionally, if we go, if we decorated it a different way, we would be sitting further. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, that way, I would probably need, want to, it, none of, no tech is a need. I mean, some is a need. Right. I would need or want to go to 75 mm-hmm. because we would have been sitting further. Mm-hmm. So we made it work to where we don't have to buy another TV. So, yeah, and I guess like just wrapping up the conversation is it's really, again, where it's not just about not owning anything and and, and things of that nature. It's about uh, approaching uh, the modern lifestyle mm-hmm. of uh, with with a purpose. Yeah. You know, you don't want to just buy things just to buy things. Yeah. You know, it's not like. Hey, I'm gonna go to um, you know Salvation Army or whatever whatever store, and I'm just gonna buy something because it's on sale. Mm-hmm. What what is that adding to your life? Yeah, you know when I worked for LG, one thing I hated was the fact that they had sent me so many phones. Oh, I used to hate that dude. Yeah, and it's just like <laughs> when I worked for them too. Yeah, it's like I understand why. You yeah. know, you have to be familiar with you the product. Cater to yeah, you you understand. Yeah, and but it's a thing where it's like, man, there's so many of these, and I'm not. I'm not getting any use out of them. And yeah. All of them would just stay turned off on my table, just chilling half yeah. the time because I would only be using one, obviously. <laughs> and that's really what it's about for me. It's getting getting into uh, aesthetics and making choices that have a purpose. Mm-hmm. Like if you are going grocery shopping and you you have ten boxes of pasta at home, yeah. And then you look at it and you have to, th- and you see pasta again and you grab it. What was the point? Yeah. You already have 10 boxes at home, <laughs> you know? And, and that's the idea is just, is making these decisions that keep your headspace where you want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's, that is the case in tech. That is the case in clothing. That is, uh, the case in just decor and just how you carry yourself. Yeah, yeah. I feel like sometimes if you see somebody who has a cluttered lifestyle, you can see it on their face. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah the way they carry themselves. Yeah. Just got too much going on, right? And I mean, you know, uh, one thing before we, you know, clo- get to the closing, um, you know, one thing we didn't mention that we mentioned all the time is even car tech. Yeah. Now, yeah. Uh, they're focusing more on what could Apple or Android do for us? Mm-hmm. Or what could this app do for us versus... Most definitely. You're going to buy into my infotainment center. This is This is it. Forget all that extra. They're like, oh, yeah. this is what the world's coming to. So we'll make this setup simpler because they're all going to do is plug in their device anyways. Yeah. You know what I mean? So even car tech is getting into this. Simple I stuff, look at so. my my uh, my car that way. You yeah. know, uh, it has Apple CarPlay enabled mm-hmm. and it also has their own infotainment system. Yeah. One thing I like that Ford's doing, they're going all in on the Android thing, right? Mm-hmm. Android Automotive is the base, you yeah. know? And so if you have an Android phone, it makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. And I mean, you see that with Tesla, you know, they, they're trying prioritizing their own thing yeah. and it's cool for them. But, yeah. I, but yeah, having that, when you're making a purchasing decision on a car, that's something that should probably, you should think about a lot of people are like, Oh, what do I care how much they support? I'm just using this car to drive. And yeah. like, but it's not like that anymore. Yeah. You know, it's, it's much more of a connected world now where you want you, one of the questions you should be asking, like, Hey, which car smartphone integration do you guys have on this car is it only a bluetooth connection mm-hmm. is it wired wi- wired android auto wired carplay or wireless android auto or wireless carplay yeah and that way you know that hey this is going to fit in 
the way I live my life. I have an iPhone. Of course, having wireless CarPlay is going to be important to me mm-hmm. because that is a function of my lifestyle. That is what I've chosen. And that, to me, is the real minimalism, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's not like, again, you see these blogs, these minimal blogs, minimalist YouTube uh, things where they're like, you have to cut out all of this and, no. you know, don't. I would know. say, I, w- I would say, you know, again, this is just my opinion. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even consider that minimalism. I would consider that uh, uh, just trying forced to... deprivation. Yeah, I, I would it. say yeah. If you're trying to live less, if, if, again, if you're not happy with what you are simplifying, right. then that's not minimal. And my thing my is, opinion. you want it to have a purpose. Yeah. Where all right, I'm not going to spend money buying whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Buying these excess things like these clothes I don't need. Yeah. How are we putting that money towards? Are you putting it towards? Um, are you putting it towards like going on a vacation somewhere and having and valuing life experiences over material goods, mm-hmm. or is just over there sitting in the account doing nothing and you're just you know not enjoying whatever you want to purchase? Yeah. Again, not knocking anybody that just goes on shopping sprees. That's cool. If that brings you happiness, that brings you happiness. For me, but how it's much all of that about, is you? Are you really wearing? Is did you buy something you didn't right. wear in like two years? <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying. And if it, sometimes some people buy like a, a shirt, and it's just because it made them feel good in the moment, and it's worth that twenty, twenty five, thirty five dollars, right? Yeah. And that's cool. For me, it's all about again seeing things streamlined with that clear headspace, and that's yeah. that to me. I can't put a monetary value on that. Um, but but that. Guys, is going to wrap up uh, our discussion today on lifestyle minimalism and digital minimalism. Uh, it's you know fun conversation for sure. Uh, it's one that we think that you guys will appreciate. And again, this is a um, a path that we're taking on where we're looking diving deeper. Yeah, diving deeper at like kind of tech beyond the tech, I guess. Yeah, tech beyond. And it's again, it's it's something where you could talk about. What features are on a new Samsung phone to your blue in the blue in the face? Uh, but it's about how does that really impact the usability of that? And that's these are the conversations we want to have. So of course you'll still be getting the deep dive tech conversation from us as well. But every now and then we want to sprinkle in how we live with tech because I think or we think I should say uh, that's a very important um, exercise to do. So everybody fully embraces this digital life and this digital world that we're living in. And I mean, there, there, you know, uh, if you have any questions after listening to this podcast, uh, you can ask us on our on our platforms, um, because I mean, there, there's, there's a little bit, uh, there's other things you can do to be minimal. I mean, like you, you know, we we haven't talked about, we didn't talk about, uh, you know, all the apps and subscriptions. You know, there's that's something, a huge one. Yeah, there's some things that you can do to simplify that. You know, I think Omar actually has a, a very simple, minimal way of doing that. So if you want to know about that uh, when it comes to payments, you know, there's a lot out there but there's a way to simplify that you know it's kind of you know uh so i mean if you have any questions you know we can we can jump into it but our our main thing was you know uh home fashion uh tech you know that in this podcast but you know we have other ways that we can talk about as well you know we can you know do a q a you know uh, <laughs> whatever on on the, on the on the socials if you want of course of course now speaking of those socials uh you could obviously follow us on both uh, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Cress, where can they find you on those platforms? Twitter, I am Cress Ryan. And on the gram, Cress Ryan. 
For me, um, both Twitter and Instagram, you can follow me at ozaran319. Uh, you can follow my written pieces at omarzaran.medium.com or at ozoneletter.substack.com, uh, where you can get my articles emailed to you directly. Uh, of course, any questions you have, definitely reach, us, reach out to us on those platforms. Uh, those handles and websites will be in the description of this episode. Uh, thank you, as always, everybody who listens weekly and subscribes to the uh, Quality Tech Talk podcast. If you guys didn't notice, we do have a new logo for the pod. Let uh, us know what you think about it. Yeah, yeah, we're curious about that. We posted on our socials. It was we, something we did quick. Yeah, we yeah. just kind of put it together. And uh, we you know, wanted a, a new kind of look. And, you know, we're happy with it, uh, but obviously it's uh, constantly always evolving. So, uh, thank we bo- you. We both posted it, um, you know. Um, I didn't get any bad feedback as of yet. Um, but, you know, we're bringing it up again just to see. Only thing I heard negative was some people at first were kind of weirded out by the circular text. Oh, okay. All right. Which I kind of like it. Yeah. But, you know, if that's something that you guys don't like, definitely continue to reach out to us and let yeah. us know. Uh, but... Once again, thank we you. We want to be good for you. We want to be yeah, good for yeah, us. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, you know, this is a team effort. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of Quality Tech Talk. Omar Kress. This grown man episode. <laughs> we will check you guys out on the next one. Uh, thanks for listening. Peace out. Peace.